What is our connection to the cosmic consciousness? Also, I will talk about the 12 sections of the meaning of life and the 12 tribes that we belong to, and that is the 12 zodiacs. So get your pen and paper ready. Get all of the people that you know and what their zodiac signs are, because I'm going to be talking about each and every one of you and the meaning of life. I will also be talking to you about the four, four main reasons that you can apply to your life that will help you create your meaning of life. Up next, for that time, where that there was nothing, and through the Big Bang, there became something. Scientific questions the mind and the nature of the origin of the consciousness of the mind in self are also widely debated in science. The explanation, the gap, is generally equated with the hard problem of con consciousness and the question of free will is also considered to be a fundamental importance. Now, when I take a look at the free will, and a lot of people ask me this redundantly around astrology, that it scares me because it takes away my free will. It absolutely does the exact opposite. It gives you more free will because it gives you a deep look into your psyche, into your past life, into your childhood, and into your filters. You see, we all filter life and we see life completely different. We see through our filters and we receive through our filters. And until we understand what those filters are and how some of them can be several shades of gray and many of them are bright beautiful colors and they each have their place they each have their placement in all dimensions of our lives and once you understand that you have 100 percent free will because now you know what you're working with there's no unknown there's no unseen you know all the deep depths and the layers of not only your brain and your mind and your physical body, but your spirit and your soul. I 100% believe that our spirit and our souls, they live on forever. It's energy. It's energy and then our physical body also will decompose and it will become one with the earth and it will become another energy as well. And when you look at scientifically, molecules and atoms are made up of 99.9% space. Now that's something that is mind-blowing as it is. And we, and this chair that I'm sitting on, and this walls of the room that I'm in, and the plants that I see when I walk out of my home, every single person, every single thing is made up of the same molecules and atoms with the same amount of space. Science and physicists are still yet to completely understand the enormous amount of space, of conscious, of the elements around that, and what is encompassing in that number, in that vast spaceness. When we look up into the sky and we look at the stars, some of them are planets. Some of them are specks of stars, are broken pieces of stars that have actually exploded. And it's taken 
hundreds of thousands of years for us to visually see them. There's no concept of time, and I'll do that in another podcast. But when we look up into the stars, and we look up in the sky, especially if we're in the deep darkness, out in the middle of nowhere, where there is no lights of a city or a town, blocking out the blackness of our universe, you will see billions and billions of stars. It will seem as if there is hardly any black sky. But in reality, there is. There is 99% more space in our universe than there are cosmic bodies. And science has just proven, physicists, that the makeup of our universe mirrors the inner makeup of ourselves. The same amount of space, the same amount of matter, the same amount of atoms, the same amount of molecules. It's crazy when you think about it. So then you look at parapsychology based on the premise of non-materialistic explanations of the mind. Some have suggested that the existence of cosmic consciousness, asserting that consciousness is actually the ground of all being. And so you belong to a cosmic consciousness, universal consciousness, universal mind, whatever you would like to talk about it. And this is 100% proven. All you have to do is look into history and you will see that the evolution of man on the whole has worked, has been in tandem. That what has happened in Europe was happening in North America. What was happening in North America was happening in South America. That the progression of human existence was working tandemly at the same time. That the invention of the car, the invention of the light bulb, the invention of pizza, pizza the invention of pasta, the discoveries have all happened at the same time, long before there was communication to, to connect, to speak to each other about the discoveries that we have been collectively working on and yet not connectively working on. Of course, now with the onset of the communication, all different forms of communication that we have to connect with each other, we can collectively work together. And that is why since the onset of the telephone and that type of communication that we've been able to connect and that we have since progressed very quickly in the past 50 years, enormous speed we have, almost scary how quickly we have evolved, technology, etc. So this connection to the cosmos consciousness is what I'm connected to on a higher conscious level. Now, the, my tool is astrology. My tool is, a, a, is psychology. My tool is my intuition and my psychic ability. But all I see is that somehow, magically or scientifically, I am connected to spirit. And so are you. You too are connected to spirit. You too are connected to this conscious, cosmic conscious mind. 
So there are three components to the meaning of life. And it's literally the body, mind, and soul. The body, mind, and spirit. Now remember, this is my philosophy and this is my belief of decades of being connected to spirit and doing the work that I do with my tool. Your tool may be different. Yours may be, um, you may be a scientist, you may be a teacher, you may be a waitress, you may be a healer, a compassionate person who serves, who helps people in charity. You may be an astronaut. <laughs> you know, you may work in a factory and you may support the people around you. Everyone has their filters. It doesn't matter where you work or what your tools are. It's what you do with them. Why? What are the components of your purpose? What is your understanding, your responsibility? What is your pure enjoyment? And what is your history? What is your story? What were the hurdles that you had to leap over? What were the crosses that you had to bear? Where were the roadblocks? Where was your suffering? Because where your suffering is, is where you're going to help and support people who are suffering exactly the way that you have suffered. That was your teaching. And so you can sit in this entire lifetime and you can wallow in the self-pity, in the despair, in the why me, and you can question your entire life of why do people do this to me? Why is this happening to me? How come I'm suffering so much? Or you can know that your existence and your purpose and how you are to be enmeshed with your fellow human beings is to use that as your lesson, as your classroom, as your educational building so to speak, and the people in that building, the teachers in that building, the other students in that building, or people that were in your life, or your mothers, your fathers, your, your brothers, your sisters, your bosses, your partners. They were all here to be a part of that lesson as you are to be a part of theirs. And so to find your purpose and to find your significance and to find your, your purpose in life, is you need to choose a worthy purpose or a significant life goal according to what your suffering was is where you can help people. And you can go on YouTube and you can go on TED Talk and you can see all kinds of people who've come from diverse backgrounds and some come from very challenging childhoods and they have been able to pull themselves up and create pur purpose and worthiness out of that experience. You need to have su sufficient understanding of who you are, what life demands of you, and how you can play a significant role in life. Okay? So body, mind, and soul. Those are the three components. And I am now giving you the four subcomponents of those. Now what I love that I do with astrology is I can speed this process up of the sufficient understanding of who you are. You can go through years of psychotherapy. You can go through years of suffering to continue to discover who you are. Or you can have a reading done by me and speed that, speed that process up. Several, in fact, because I coach clients on a regular basis. 
Now, number three, you and you alone are responsible for deciding what kind of life you want to live and what constitutes a significant and worthwhile life goal. And number four, you will enjoy a deep sense of significance and a satisfaction only when you have exercised your responsibility for self-determination and actively pursue a worthy life goal and actively pursue understanding your filters and who you are and how and why you judge and have a perspective of your life the way that you do. I do believe as a collective we are human beings, but we have subcategories and that each one of us belong to those subcategories of human existence and what our experiences in life are hundreds and thousands of other people's similar experiences in life and that those are the people that we are to connect with and to support and to help and to heal. There are, in my opinion, approximately 12 major subcategories and those are the 12 zodiac signs. And that does not mean that an Aries is supposed to connect to all Aries and a Virgo is supposed to connect with all Virgos. Absolutely not. Because as I said, you are not just your sun sign. Okay, so once I take in the pool of information of your birth astrological chart, then that categorizes what your filters are in life. The glasses that you look through and what you see through and the vision, the breadth of your vision, the depth of your vision, the perspective of your vision. How far reached is your vision and where are you focusing that vision on? And you know what's really cool? Is that the faster that you evolve, the more that you dig deep into yourself. And it doesn't have to be hard work. Okay, I don't... A lot of the self-help industry makes this out to be really hard work. That you're supposed to continue in the suffering of, of who you are and, and, and just constantly turn yourself inside out and try to figure out who you are and why are you doing everything that you do. No, it doesn't have to be that. Do this while you're having fun. Do this while you're enjoying life. And when I see the ebbs and flows of your timeline astrologically, I can tell, I can say, yes, this is a difficult time. And this is why you're going through this difficult time. And I can speed that process up because there are two energies when I see what's called squares and oppositions when the universe is presenting an experience for you to have a challenge. That challenge can be a challenge that was developed in past life or in childhood and you're repeating that challenge and it's more difficult this time than it was the first time around or the third time around. It might be the sixth time around. It's more difficult for you because you haven't gotten that lesson. You haven't finished it. You haven't processed it 100%. So I get you to the point of processing that faster. And then you can use that challenge to re-educate yourself. You can use that challenge to present it to the world and get some kickback and get some feedback. And maybe, maybe you might even get some rejection, but you're already putting it out into the world. Okay. Everything comes with a challenge. You look at the Dr. Shafalis, you look at the Oprah's, you look at the Ellen's, you look at the Tony Robbins, you look at the Dalai Dalai Lamas. You might look at them and say they're full of success. 
That's where I want to be. But their success comes from with challenges as well. And they also go through universal timelined challenges, but on a much different level. And of course, you would like to be at that level. Correct? Absolutely. So let's take a look at by sign. And then I'm going to give you four more, four more secret ingredients of how, what you can do in life to help support you on your own and speed up your existence, your evolution. Okay. And that's called the four agreements. And we'll take a look at that. Now I want you to take a moment now and write down some of the sun signs of the people that you love or you can pause this podcast and that is the your mother your father what are their sun signs your lover your past lover your relationship your husband your partner your children what are their sun signs write those down write those down okay and then you want to listen what I have to say about them as well. So now we're going to talk about Aries. Aries, your mission here in this lifetime is to find courage, is to find bravery, is to be a leader. Be a leader in a way that is not so much competitive to make other people losers and you a winner, but competitive in a way that you compete against your environment and within yourself to have the courage to become better, to become better to become better, to rise above, to meet challenges, face value with courage, with gumption, with excitement, to adventure life, to adventure life as much as you possibly can, to always find something new, always look for a challenge. And I always tell some of my Aries clients, pick your battles wisely. Because you, you do want to find a mountain that you can climb. But does it have to be in, a, in an unhealthy relationship that's constant cha- constantly challenging, constantly fighting? Okay, you don't want those types of hurtful battles. And then there's Taurus. Taurus, you're here to understand the material world. In the material world, a lot of uh, the challenges with Tauruses may be finding this through financial security. But financial security, once you find it, and most Tauruses do, you will find that that actually comes with a burden of wanting to maintain that financial security so that you can feel safe in the environment that you've created materialistically. Ultimately, the, they end up letting go of the material, doing what I call minimalizing. I like the, the movie. I don't call that minimalizing. It's an actual word. But there's a movie called Minimalist, and you can take a look at that. And they're here to understand the connection with nature, the connection with food. Some of the great chefs and cooks are Taurus. Some of the great accountants are Taurians. And it's okay to have money. I'm not saying don't have money, but not need money for security, for self-worth. Okay, and that's the lesson is what is my self-worth? How am I connected to this planet, to the people, to the earth? the animals, self-worth. What do I do that gives me purpose and self-worth? And usually the material world is the playing ground, right? The playground for Taurians. 
Gemini. Gemini, you're here to gather as much information as possible, as quickly as you can. Little dabbles, little bits of information, just enough to get to understand different topics. The more topics, the better. That is why you like you like to juggle many things at the same time. You like to try many things that you may not finish all the time. Different crafts, different uh, modalities, different belief systems. You, you like to share this knowledge. You like to teach this knowledge to other people that you've discovered and you learn. And you can do this just simply by continuously having conversations with people. You can do this as actually being a teacher of any form in any way. Okay? It's, it's negatively, it can be put into gossip or sharing information that has not been thoroughly investigated or researched. So there you want to be careful. So your meaning of life is to gather rightful information that is truth and to speak that and share that with others. Some, some of these become great writers as well and speakers. Then there's cancer. Cancer, you're here to understand the meaning of feelings and intuition and how feelings are on a much different dimension and level than just saying, I feel sad, I feel upset, I feel hurt. It's intuitive. It's a language all in itself. And the more that you understand your hurt and your feelings as a child, that you've been through, that you felt neglected and you didn't feel nurtured enough, the more that you will learn how to nurture, how to understand feelings and how to share that nurturing and those feelings with others and how to allow others to have their feelings and their hurt and be nurtured as well in a healthy way. Many of these cancer people make great nurses, make great caregivers, awesome mothers. A lot of them have difficult childhood with their mothers. Leo. You're here to shine and show the world how they can have fun and be brave and have courage and have strength. You're here to understand family values and the connection of the tribe and the unity of people and how important it is that everybody share the stage and that everybody's position in the play of life from the producer to the writer to the main star is just as important. Everyone plays in a very important part and that if you shine above them and that you have ego that says I'm more important and you would be nothing without me, that is a disservice to humanity and society. You're here to lead the way and to show people it can be done. There can be connection. There can be fun. There can be parties. Many of you are the life of the party. Many of you create the family parties. In fact, some of you get upset if family doesn't show up to the, all the hard work that you've done to create this family gathering or the connection in your workplace or in your community. And that's okay. Not everyone is a follower. But those that you do lead in a healthy way are going to be encouraged by the light that you shine. Virgo, Virgo, you're here to nurture others not as a way of being perfect but how you can nurture yourself with food and how you take care of your body with diet and health and a healthy mind and how you can share that knowledge with others. Now there will be this 
desire to continuously perfect that. And that's fine. But do honor the space that you're in at every moment when you get better at how you understood life before. So as an example, if you didn't have a healthy diet growing up and all of a sudden through health and digestive reasons, you discovered that there's a healthier way of eating. There's a better way not only to help humanity and help our planet Earth, but also to help myself and heal myself, my body. There's a different way to heal and help others. So you'd be the one that would advocate veganism or vegetarianism um, or exercise. You might be the, the personal trainer, right? And so this is how you support and help people. You want the people that are close to you to be a better version of who they were. And the more close, the closer you are to them, the more you love them, the more that you want them to have that. And so this can come across as perfectionism. You want to be careful that you don't overstep your boundaries and that you're not hurtful by treating others with disrespect because they are not better than. You are here to support them and to show them the way by example, by example only. And you're here to serve. Any job, anything that you do with people is by serving. Not being a servant, but by serving. Libra, you're here to understand that there is balance in life. That there is a way to treat other people with respect. And that makes them happy. And that makes them content. And so you're always balancing your connection, your response your reaction to other people because you don't want to hurt people. You want to create peace. You don't want wars. You don't want fighting. You don't want arguing. However, you do have to be careful that they do not take advantage of you and that you do not lose a sense of your personality and who you are. So you do have to create that balance within yourself too. When you become more of the peacekeeper for fear of imbalance, or fear of confrontation that is stopping your progress your evolution okay so the meaning of life for you is to find balance and also have the courage to not only allow people to speak their mind but for you to be able to speak your mind as well Scorpio you're here to understand the fears and the blocks and what holds you back in life what do you fear what, has, what do you believe is harmful? What is blocking you? What is holding you back? Who do you not trust? Do you not trust yourself? You are here to learn to trust yourself. So you're here to do a deep dive on a psychological level. You are the therapists of the Zodiac. And once you, once you develop this within yourself, you will help others to potentially find and dig up their deepest vulnerabilities and fears and help them to become transparent and trusting. Sagittarius, you are the philosophers and your meaning of life is to find a belief system. What is your belief system? And that belief system has to inhabit truth. And it has to be truth for all mankind, not just for a secular group or a dogmatic community. You, you will search either through travel of the mind or travel physically 
from all different belief systems worldwide and develop and conjure up and create your own belief system, your own philosophy. And once you do that, then you become the sages and the teachers and you will bring that to the world. You will encourage other people. You will help them see the brighter side to life. You're the mentors and that is your mission. In Capricorn, you are here to help people to manage their lives, to help them in their human existence, that in order to get from A to B, there's some hard work that needs to be done. There's a way to manage how you navigate through life to be able to get and find purpose. And so you're great at managing people on doing that. Many of you become bosses. Many of you become managers. You make great fathers. And if you're a woman, you make a great father figure. Many of you are mother, father, or single parents. Okay. Many of you go against the system, the school system, the healthcare system, because this is not being managed properly. You see discord in the big systems and how they're managed. And you're one who would work against them or talk against it, advocate against that for people to take control over their own lives. And so your mission is to take control over yours first. And of course, a positive, healthy way to positively influence and help others. And then there's Aquarius. Aquarius, you are humanitarians. You advocate for the misfits, for the unique, for the different. You are the physicists. You are the technologists. You are the creators, the inventors. And everything that you do is to help and be, and be a humanitarian. And how you can help humanity, humanity collectively is your mission. And it's okay to be different and quirky and unique and to be outside of the box. And not to have a plan. Not, a, not to be on a straight line. Yours is to explore, to invent, to create to be different, to think outside of the box, per se, and to help other people to do the same. And so you fight for humanity, you fight for the human race. You may even do this with animals, you may do it with nature. Ultimately, it's to help planet Earth. And you can do this through your hobbies, your interests, your communication with others. And you may do it as a career. Pisces, you're here to heal. You're first here to heal yourself, your loneliness, depression, anxiety, the feeling of aloneness. Because you're here to heal and your mission is to heal others once you've healed yourself and because you've been healers in many lifetimes before that, there is a tendency to take in a lot of other people's emotions. And there's this feeling that you would rather be separate from humanity because it's hurtful and it's intense what you feel when you're amongst other people. They may irritate you. They may bother you. They may make you feel depressed because you take in their energy, especially of those who need to be healed. And so you make great doctors and nurses, caregivers, healers of all types, Reiki. You may be drawn towards metaphysics. And your mission is to heal as yourself and as many people as you possibly can in a healthy way. I always recommend that you volunteer. Otherwise, you will experience unhealthy personal relationships of people who 
need to be healed but don't want to be healed, okay? When you volunteer your services or you do this as a career, they want to be healed. They're in a position. They're coming to the hospital. They're coming to the doctor. They're coming to you because you're a Reiki or you're um, a reflexologist or you're a psychic or you're a nurse. I had a client who was a Pisces and uh, she she was a, um, a waitress in the same place for 25 years with the same elderly people who she served and they were her family and she was theirs. And they felt at peace and healed and gratified when they were around her. So there's many different levels, many different ways that you can do this. So I'd promised you the four agreements that will guide you through life and help you find your meaning of existence. Be impeccable with your word. In a sense, social constructiveness are correct about words created, creating reality. We act on what we tell ourselves is real. I want to encourage you to screen yourself talk, to try not to be negative, not to have irrational chatter. Be kind with your words. This is not as easy as it sounds to be impeccable with your word, to observe the words because they can be hurtful, they can be poisonous, and you want them to be healthy. You want them to be truthful. You want them to be positive. Don't take anything personally. The first agreement suggests that we avoid treating others hurtfully. The second agreement provides us with a way of dealing with potentially hurtful treatment from others because each person sees the world in a unique way, as I'd mentioned earlier. So the way that you treat others is the way that you want to be treated. And if you're triggered by the treatment of others, then you want to use this as a way of identifying your triggers, your blocks, your muddled filters. Three, don't make assumptions. Assuming that you know what other people are thinking or feeling about you is a limiting thought called mind reading and we're not all mind readers observe none of none of us can always observe the way that we should but obviously none of us can read minds well most of us <laughs> when we try to imagine what the other person is thinking then we create an antidote of reaction that can create inaction. And I'll give you an example of this. We went on vacation for Christmas and I left gifts with a family member who was having Christmas with the family, my husband's family. And several days later, I didn't get a thank you or acknowledgement from anyone of the gifts that I'd given, which is actually something that happens every year. Most of the time I just let it go. But this time for some reason, it bothered me, especially since some of them I really picked out with my, with my heart and my soul in mind of what their heart and their soul would want. I thought at least that one particular person would have mentioned it. I mentioned this to my husband, and right away he went on a tangent about 
how lousy his family is and all the different things that could have happened. So I thought I would reach out and I would say, hey, how did you like your gift? It so happened my brother-in-law forgot to give. And last but not least, and I think is actually the most important of the four agreements, is always do your best. One obvious reason for doing your best is what we cannot achieve our goals by being lazy. If you do your best, not only are you more likely to achieve your goals, but you will also avoid self-criticism. So knowing that you've done the best that you possibly could do according to the circumstances that you are in. Always understand that we have our weak points and we have our strong points. We have our weak days and we have our strong days. And doing our best may not be what somebody else considers the best. But your inner critic, your inner dialogue may not tell you that that is the best. But that may be just a barometer for your next day to try to do even better. To try to be even healthier. And allow yourself to make mistakes. May all your dreams come true and may the stars be with you. Namaste.